And look at you now. And look at me now. Started from the bottom, now I'm 11 and 0. Those pass rushes were great now. That's exactly what we want to do right there. Hey, what defense is that? Sprout left exit, Richard Nixon. Hell no. It's the Nickel and Brime package. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Brian. Welcome back, you priceless dimes. It's another week, and it's week 12. I cannot believe we're already at week 12. The season, we have an, we have one more week of, well, actually two more weeks of regular season games. And then the playoffs start. I hope everyone that's listening was able to make the playoffs. And if you haven't yet, I hope you do. But anyway, let's get to the main event. I'd like to welcome to the sh- onto the show the strongest female voice in our league. And for that matter, the only female in our league. She hangs with the points lead yearly. Here she is, Taylor Franzen! Taylor, how's your package? Hey there, hey there. You know, it's looking pl- pretty uh, bleak lately, <laughs> but... uh. You know, trying to stay positive. Yeah, well, I have been trying to stay positive for you um, weekly on this podcast. And, you know, I can tell I felt a lot more support this year, which is nice. (laughs) Well, I feel like, you know, ever since our trade, I feel like I have been wanting you to have success. Well, in all fairness, Brian, I feel like you're like that with every team because <laughs> you like to take uh, credit for any of our successes. That way, no matter what, you win. So I've I've seen right it's, through it's, that. It's, it, you know, it's a win-win. If you know, if I can it help really you is. win, and I we can help me win, then you know we're winning. And, and everybody wins. <laughs> exactly, and that's how I like it. I like it when everybody wins, except just diversifying your. Uh... Your <laughs> I especially like it when, yeah, when I go undefeated and eventually become points. Oh, well, are you still? I points am or? in the points lead by thirty-five, but wow. who's counting? Yeah, who is? So, moving on, let's let's uh let's let's talk a little about a little bit about this uh this helmet gate you were. Uh, before the show we were talking about. So uh, what's going on with this? I haven't been really paying attention. I did see his suspension was upheld. And I saw that the uh, lineman, I can't remember his name. It's like Pouncy or Pussy? Or, uh, I don't know. What Pouncy. Like I, th- I think oh, it's Pouncy. Better. And his was lessened from three to two games. What was it that you were talking to me about before the show that is kind of news to me? So, turns out that Miles Garrett, not immediately after it happened, not any time that day, later on claimed that it happened because Rudolph called him a racial slur, which this sounds like anyone that I've ever interrogated. Well, I can't really call it interrogated. <laughs> but finally coming up for a reason that could potentially make sense as to why Basically, they did Basically, you bad cop you know yes, and you get bad cops. and whenever you get bad cop a lot of things just kind of trickulate out of your mouth 
Yeah, people don't realize that it would make sense if you brought it up right away, but not later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And I mean, honestly, I I really feel like this whole helmet gate thing is ridiculous. And it's ridiculous because if he hadn't swung, I still think that um, they both should have been penalized. Oh, yeah. I don't necessarily think they should have been suspended because they would have just been helmets, you know, take t like taking off helmets, right. you know. So I think yeah, I'm trying to think in the past what's been right. Done. And I definitely think that when you escalate that to a weapon, you know, <laughs> using it a as a weapon, weapon, that you need to like excuse all of this other shit about like you know mason rudolph instigated it you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you made a decision to use that as a weapon and then you lost your cool and you know sure you know these guys are going to get a lesser punishment but that's because they didn't use their helmet as a weapon so <laughs> yeah a little just, uh extra factor there i mean <laughs> It's just what's gonna happen. Except before that, it was just like a hockey fight. Yeah, it was all yeah. Fine. Every, every, everything's fine until you actually use something <laughs> that could actually do some damage, and factor that you yeah. get some, you get reprimanded because you were on national fucking television at the last seconds. Of yeah, the game. It, eight seconds of the game. Weren't the Browns winning? Yeah, yeah. The Browns were winning. The Browns won. And what's so funny is. Uh, I I went back and listened to the actual caster, and Troy Aikman was like, "Oh man, he's gonna get us. He's he's gonna get ejected." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh jeez, oh, no. Troy, you gonna eject this poor guy out of the game with eight seconds left? Oh jeez." Anyway, I feel like the Browns' defense is uh, it's a step down because you know I'm Miles Garrett. I saw Nick mm -hmm. drop. Uh, Mason Rudolph. So anyone looking for a shitty quarterback, go ahead and pick him up with a potential head injury. <laughs> <laughs> a second potential. Yeah. One. So the other thing I wanted to touch on because you're actually on the show this week is DJ Chark looked absolutely amazing. And I, I said earlier in the season that I think Terry McLaurin is the new OBJ, but mm -hmm. oh man. Baby Chark, Chark is killing it out there. He is. I'm so glad I picked him up or drafted him. You did draft him. You you actually drafted him in the 17th round, and it's technically dropped him, then picked him back it, up. We won't just. I mean, that's like a. That was just uh to you, do the whole IR. Yeah, thing. yeah. That's it's like a whatever, but it it just reinforces that that's that round 17 key or that round 17 draft spot for you is pretty magic. I mean, cause that's where you drafted Camara. Yeah. So you're just a fucking round 17 fantasy wizard. Well, just a late round wizard. Cause I don't think he was my 17th. I think he was close to that though. Um, yeah, I just realized today, I'm not sure why this didn't occur to me at all when we were drafting, but last year I drafted Lamar Jackson and could have I, him. I, I, I was so why I didn't you, is beyond I was me. talking to you this entire offseason, well, not the entire offseason, but 
I was hounding you for Hopkins or Lamar, and then you wouldn't give me Lamar. I think maybe because towards the end. Well, I'm glad I didn't. Well, obviously you're you're happy, but um, I get like I think I was trying to give you like a a sixth, seventh, or eighth for him, just straight up, and I I and I I said something to the extent, hey Tay, you know you might as well get something out of him, you know. (laughs) <laughs> like just trade just i'll give you an extra pick just trade him to me you know it's like not a big deal just trade him to me and i don't think you ever got back because i think you were hot i'm bad at responding. well not a little bit but i think you were also um talks were heating up between you and waylon for that hopkins you know I think um, yeah. I think him and I were were gunning for that Hopkins, and then I I just think you didn't like. There's too much going on for you to kind of kind of figure it out, and like what you want, everyone's value, because probably you know you're not the only one here, but you haven't been thinking about fantasy since the last season ended. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, usually I don't think about it a lot in the off season. So it takes a while to, ke- to catch up to speed on some of these players, and. You know, I was um I, I was really eyeing Lamar and I wish I I was talking to Waylon about this about I wish I went a little harder and I had pressed you for Lamar, but I settled for Jameis Winston and uh you know, he hasn't been the worst. He's ninth. So I have feelings about him. Yeah, he's not the best kind of character. But um, yeah, he I, he's on my list of would never have on my team because I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. <laughs> Well, uh, I can sleep at night, but <laughs> I think he's changed a little bit. I don't know if you noticed, but he yeah. actually is married, I think. And he, oh, no, he, I don't, I, I actually don't know if he's married, but he has a baby mama and he has a kid and he's, uh, growing up, I believe. And, um, you know, in my mind, he's still a rapist, Winston. Well, and, um, you know, <laughs> once a rapist, always a rapist. And you you get labeled that, so it's um yep. But anyway, let's get back to football. <laughs> Which reminds me, apparently I drafted Antonio Brown the first round last year. I was just looking at that, and I don't know what I was thinking. Oh my! And then second round Matthew Stafford. So I had quite the draft oh, last year. Uh, how did you do last year? I mean, just as good as I normally do. You know, doing well then losing first round. Yeah, playoffs. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I. Think. I I can't remember without going back and taking a look, but um, I just looked. I said I was nine and four. Oh wow! So yeah, you you did pretty good. I mean, you're always kind of a perennial top top four, you know. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah, until listening to this podcast, like the very first episode, uh, that's why I like that you guys brought up that I have the second best record in the last three years because like I didn't even know that, and I'm always instead. Uh, hearing Jake's side of things where it's like, okay, you can't keep doing this stuff like paying $91 for Philip Lindsay. Otherwise you're not going to be in the league anymore. <laughs> so I can't, I've been thinking I've been on the bubble. Taylor, being Taylor, in this league or not for the past 10 Taylor, years. Taylor, you're not going to get kicked out of the league for I'm believing that strongly in a take, you know, like just fully. Yeah. And it, 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 it worked <laughs> out for you. And so, it did. So it did. That's I mean, that's even more of a go fuck yourself, Jake. I'll do what I want. <laughs> and I'm all about that. I'm all about really just grooming your team however you want and however you think 
is the best. I sometimes get a little conflicted because I'm the commissioner of my work league and I let two trades go through that I didn't veto. Well, I voted on the veto. I didn't like commissioner shut it down veto. You know what I mean? Mm. And I just kind of like let the league vote through it. And most of them don't even vote. So it just went through anyway. But they were very questionable trades. It was like Tyree Kill for Duke Johnson. Yeah, it was like week one. So, or week two or three, like Tyreek was injured, Mm -hmm. right? And then Duke Johnson, you, you, you saw that he wasn't really doing much. So it was like, why is this trade even happening? So that was a really weird trade that I would have shut down. But I'm like, like, like I was kind of saying, I'm super conflicted with that because I'm not, you know, I don't know how these players are going to play out. So that's where I don't like to meddle with what I perceive as a, I guess, a trade rape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like we should stop <laughs> saying that word. It, be the one it, it feels really bad. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I might bleep <laughs> this. So, um, you know what? I'm probably not going to bleep it, but <laughs> uh, probably cut out the R word. So, but yeah, uh, one-sided trades. We'll we'll get a little more PC <laughs> on here, and stop uh, stop stop saying uh, those mean words. Anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, let's get back on the like, rails sorry, a little bit here. Rabbit hole there. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's 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 all right, Taylor. Uh, you know, we have all night. Oh yeah, I work at not really, but <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you think David Johnson is droppable? I mean, there's a reason why I never considered drafting him. But, like, to be honest, he's so off my radar. Like, I don't even know what he's done this year. I tried finding that gift that you were talking about, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, really? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> if you want to just talk about... Um, if you just want to take these brief fantasy recaps, do you do you have this the scoreboard um, up for this week and then uh yeah, for I'm last it now I do so just um so if you want to talk about Waylon and Derek, I'll give it a quick Google and then we can both have okay. a little bit of a giggle. So Derek came up on top with the uh, the win there. It's good for him. He beat Waylon, which I didn't realize they both have the same record now. 152.3 to 113. Yeah, Waylon's had a really tough, tough year for yeah, the points out, against. Yeah, really good. But yeah, points against are a killer. Speaking as someone who also always has like one of the highest, but we'll touch on that later. But yeah, so he had <laughs> John Brown and Kirk Cousins and Mark Ingram as his top scorers, which all got quite a bit, which I know I didn't trade him Mark Ingram. Part of me wishes I still had him on my team, but... Yeah, it didn't look like Wayland's team did too hot. I'm trying to pull up the actual box score here. So, so we have Derek. Didn't Derek beat him? Yeah, Derek won. Yeah, so Derek beat him 152 to 113. And man, I think Wayland might have made up a little bit of a goof when he traded me Lamar. Yeah, I'm surprised that he did that. Well, I paid the ultimate price. You know, I I paid Lockett and Hopkins. You know what I mean? I guess, but Lamar Jackson is like the only 
like consistent score. I don't know. I, I like consistency over anything. So especially when quarterbacks, I feel like it's a little bit easier to get that. So yeah. I would never trade away Lamar. I would apparently not keep him as a keeper, but I would not trade him away. Yeah, it it was really interesting trade in general. He was really itching for it. And, you know, he was kind of talking about it in the actual chat and everything about like, oh, I can't wait to trade Brian, um, you know, Lamar for overpriced shit, you know. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to get him. I can't wait to um, keep him. That's the best part is I, is I, I get to keep him. So... Pretty excited about that, but let's stop talking about Waylon's shitty trades and let's talk about um, his loss here. So and, I mean, he had a, some tough bye weeks. Yeah, it was the bye weeks having to play Dwayne Haskins mm-hmm. and uh, Darius Geis in his OP slots. But honestly, that didn't really kill him as much as that Tyreek uh, going out on the first play. Yeah. So that was pretty rough, and everyone else kind of had a pretty okay week. I mean, Chubb had a nine point two. Every everyone else was pretty solid, and it was just Cooper had a better week, you know. And John John Brown <laughs> exploded for thirty two points. Yeah, I don't know how many times that's gonna happen, but probably not very um, often. Relish it, Coop. You're doing a good job, man. Keep it up. So our next recap for last week was Evan edging over Nick. And (laughs) I was trying to be a little nice. (laughs) Sorry, Nick. (laughs) So (laughs) I didn't realize. (laughs) That he almost doubled his uh, score there. Oh, man. We had some low scoring. Nick was at 76 and then Luke was at 81 and uh ethan ethan won at 84 holy shit mm-hmm. um anyway um nick way to go man you almost uh had 77 so close so i mean he could have done yeah, a lot better some of his bench did pretty yeah decent. yeah mahomes really underperformed in this one um, they didn't really throw much many touchdowns. I think the only touchdown they actually wait no they had four three touchdowns I believe. I think it was three. Uh, I don't remember, I but saw the score is twenty four seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So they had three touchdowns, and I think two of them were uh, rushing. I believe. Oh wait, no. Yeah, he threw one touchdown and one interception. Yeah, so that's pretty uncharacteristic of Mahomes. So, um, and then Baker had the game of his life at 21 points, which I don't know if that'll happen again. But hey, you know what? It happened. So, congratulations, Evan, on becoming the second place team in the league. Yeah, he came from nowhere. Yeah, that. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Um, and something that uh, I kind of didn't see coming was i tallied up the points the other night mike evans and dj moore's points between each other um is less than five or eight or something it does not speaking as someone who had dj moore does not feel that way yeah if if you actually click on his um his stats and look at um since week nine he has 15 18 and 13 i guess he 
and so that's like 40 something mike evans is 50 so it's really close the fact that i was able to give him two players to kind of you know fill out his injury riddled team once again brian the savior (laughs) what would we do yeah i i will (laughs) definitely not take credit anymore going forward it's just, it's really hard not to when I fuck up these trades. You, you know, find on the bright side. I can respect that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to feel like I'm helping my friends, you know, like I'm giving out that charity. Uh, I mean, let's be real. I, I mean, thought I, I was going to be charity, able to. And then that's exactly what I got from you. <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to trade away. Mike Evans, and what do you know? The entire league trolls me. <laughs> no one wants him. Speaking of, how uh, are you uh, doing with your withdrawal now that you can't trade anymore? It's it's honestly a problem, and um, I I really I want to trade, and it really sucks. And I think one of the things I like trading so much is I really enjoyed talking to everybody. Like, I miss those... I honestly miss those conversations midday when Coop starts getting the itch, <laughs> you know? And he's like, hey, man, hey, man, you want some... You, you want some trades? You want to get some trades, bro? And I'm, I'm, I'm really missing it, and I really... Uh, I really miss, like, taking a look at everyone's team and be like, oh, well, maybe I can do this, maybe I can do that. I don't know. It's it's a huge part of the fun factor for me. So yeah, I can see that. But anyway, uh, congratulations, Evan. <laughs> you won and are second place. And so that comes to our next game with Taylor versus Jake. You want to just kind of walk us into the so, world uh, of Taylor real quick? Some Franzen on Franzen again. Yeah. Where Jake got his revenge for... It was very close. So a little inside whenever I'm like trying to pick a specific spot. So as you know, like Manuel Sanders was injured, not sure if he was going to play once he, they did determine he was going to play. I put him in, but even then I was still torn as to whether to play him or Brandon Allen. And sometimes when I'm in that hole of thinking about it too much, I asked Nicole, my girlfriend who knows literally nothing about football. Right. I do the same thing to my wife's. Yeah. And she picked the wrong one this week. So, uh, I blame her. Hey, it's not her fault. <laughs> no, it's it's totally not. Fault. Remember that. Say that with me, <laughs> Taylor. Not, it's not her fault. fault. It is yours for clicking the button. It totally is. All right. So Brandon Allen was the goof. Yeah. So because of that, I would have barely squeaked over. Yeah. He, damn Dak Prescott going off. Yeah, so I lost. Um, he knocked me out of playoffs. You know, good for him. Good job, Jake. Get uh, Hopefully, you better win this week then if you uh, knocked me out. You're the only one who can carry on for us. <laughs> the Them friends. And yep, the someone's got to. Friends and clan. All right, well, rip, Taylor. And your chances of making playoffs has been uh, cemented. As soon as someone has... Eight losses, that is the nail in the coffin, I believe. Oh, is that how that works? I was trying to think, like, am I actually? I don't know if I was just in denial. So the first year that I actually won, I was six and seven. Hmm. So you uh, mathematically can make the playoffs 
Um, I mean, I guess technically if you had a bunch of people that were kind of in the top, you know, like the top six had all the wins and then the last bottom six um, had all the losses. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe, you know, maybe you could have some three and eight teams make it maybe, but uh, I'm not entirely sure about that. <laughs> I highly doubt it, it. it. It would have to be really, really, that'd be really fluky. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I poured one out for you earlier, Taylor. You at least you have next year to look forward to because there's always next you have, year. Well, let's not say that, <laughs> you know, like that. You got an amazing keeper in, in DJ Chark. Yes. Because of this new rule, you won't have me hounding you for keeper pick. Yeah, I'm still so, slightly confused on the new rules, but I'm sure we'll all talk about that when the time comes. I, I mean, you don't really do much of that kind of trading, so it, it really doesn't apply to you. Mm -hmm. It's more, I'll just get into it real quick, and if it's still confusing, then um, we can talk about it later. But So basically, you're going to be keeping, let's say, DJ Chark, and then you would want to be either keeping um, Derek Henry, Drew Locke, or Cooper Cup. And just for argument's sake, we'll we'll say Cooper Cup because he's the top scorer of those things. So so I mean, if Drew Locke comes back and he's a beast, obviously you would right. him in the in the last round. But we'll just go that route anyway because I know what round Drew Locke's in. It's mm -hmm. round eighteen. So. So you would keep DJ Chark in round 17, and then in round 18, you would keep Drew Locke. And then in order for me to acquire a keeper from you, it, there's no longer any differential between keeper pick and keepers. So that was something that was made up between Mikhail and myself, and uh, just like a keeper pick was essentially your currency to cash in for a keeper. You know, now it doesn't work like that anymore. Each team has two keepers and you get the option to trade away one of your keepers. So it's it, only it's, two it's total on each team. Right. So yeah, it, yeah. it's it's a lot less confusing now because because bas basically what you would end up doing is say I approach you with like a third round pick and you would give me Cooper Cup the option to keep Cooper Cup or, or Drew Locke, sorry, sorry, would give me the option to keep Drew Locke and then you would only be able to keep DJ Chart. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a lot more cut and dry. And I, like I hope people... Well, it's how it was initially supposed <laughs> to be. So that your would have been way different. Exactly. And then so that's how these like trades... It just kind of evolved into shenanigans until, you know, the league, until something happens where, you know, it provokes a response, you know, mm -hmm. where the one year where Waylon trade away. Huh? So we're, we're just learning the hard way, like the year we had head coaches. Exactly. Exactly. Until someone abuses it, we have to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. So um, just so happens I abused it, but my team uh, was actually not that good uh, if I would have kept the same players because they all basically got in. It's a draft capital. I was able to trade it and flip it. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, that was a quick like little breakdown of the keeper um, offseason rule changes. 
So for anyone outside of the league, um, it probably won't, per- it will definitely not pertain to you. And I hope that people that are listening that are in the league, I hope that semi cleared up a little bit of any kind of issues. Did it clear up for you? Yeah. Good. Perfect. That's, that's, that's what I aim for. All right, so let's move on to our next recap. We we gotta keep <laughs> Sorry, this on the rails. I did not take my it's it's okay. It's all right. I need to be the host here, <laughs> and I I need to keep us on track. So it's just I love talking. I love tangents, and so that that's where we get into a little bit of trouble. So the the next uh, recap is Ethan beating Luke. This was like I was talking about the lowest scoring total. It was Ethan beating Luke at 84 to 81. And wow, 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 wow. (laughs) The uh, tales of Jared Goff and never knowing what you're going to (laughs) get. Yep. um, He is the Forrest Gump of the league, apparently, Taylor. (laughs) But um, luckily, because that means Cup sucks. Yep, and Kyler Murray is uh, proving to be a fantastic player, and um, I think he was drafted in the third. Was he? Seems I think he might have been. I can do a quick check on that. Um, I I keep a pretty good eye on some of these players, (laughs) so uh, (laughs) so I think um, that that's a pretty good team for him. And he's still in the playoff hunt. He's actually a game up on Jake and Ethan. Yep. So good luck, Ethan. Uh, You actually kept your chances to go to the playoffs alive this week. So that's fantastic for you. Fantastic for the league because, you know, everyone's rooting for that underdog. Right. You've been the dark horse since the beginning. Who needs a first (laughs) and second round pick? Well, I think this has been one of the weirdest years where really there's been so many like powerhouses and then they just fall off, you know, and I think it has to do with just the mass amount of injury. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Ethan was doing really good and then he just fell off. Mark was flukily doing really good and now he's fallen off. Waylon was doing very good, and then he's kind of falling off. And it's mostly been because of injury. Yeah. So that, that really sucks. I mean, it's basically a coin toss. So then our next one was myself versus Matt. And <laughs> I was sweating in my boots when uh, Josh Allen put up a 33 spot, but I had my good old Lamar Jackson to match him. Well, Michael Thomas action with the Camaras. Oh, every week that Mark Andrews catches a touchdown, I feel like it's Christmas. I don't know how much we want to talk about it, but I thought you were gonna lose this one actually. <laughs> I thought I was gonna lose win. it too because of that. Uh, Michael Gallup and Dalvin Cook was going crazy mm-hmm. at the end of the games, and you know, Christian McCaffrey scored twenty six points, and they only had three points on the board as a team. Yeah, I don't so, know how he does it. He's he's a god. I would and... trade like my gun and badge for Christian McCaffrey. Oh man! So if you're listening, Matt. <laughs> well, I guess it's past the trade deadline. So I said it is past the trade deadline. Bit. So um, nice try, though. I mean, that's an enticing <laughs> offer, Taylor. 
Um, I don't know how. I feel like if I had another person on this podcast this week, they would bring up this touting that I did of Brian Hill and how he face planted. <laughs> <laughs> did did you actually listen to last week's podcast? So I listened to like half of it, I think. Did so you heard me like do the whole Brian Hill? I'm oh yeah, because he's the wizard. one that you've had for forever. And, yeah, uh... yep, <laughs> yeah. And um, Quadri Olison was put in on the goal line and given the uh, touchdown instead of Brian Hill, and I about ripped my fucking hair out <laughs> and. <laughs> you played him open over Eckler. I did, and I didn't. I didn't like it. Oh, I didn't like it, and it was a. It, it was definitely an old man. So Putting your money where your mouth was. Uh, yep, and <laughs> also he had a touchdown that was called back. So I don't know if you saw that, but it happened. So technically, we could be looking at maybe eleven points instead of. But are we though? But are we though, Taylor? You're you're bad copping me right now, yeah. and I love it. Well, because I'm just saying, Cup had a was it this week that he had a touchdown called back? Oh, I didn't. I don't actually watch the Rams anymore because they're boring. <laughs> I think it was this week where, and then it, instead he was ruled to have fumbled it. It would have been a 50 plus yard touchdown. Oh wow! I still would have. Oh no, I would have won if I had that. Damn. It's okay. Okay, I would have lost the next round probably anyway. <laughs> so at least Jake has actually won before, so he could do. All that. right, well, <laughs> let's move on to <laughs> the last matchup. Oh, by the way, I am eleven and zero. In case anyone cared or noticed, in case anyone so, forgot. Yeah, in case anyone forgot, I am undefeated, and I don't know if there's anyone ever been undefeated ever. So um, that would that would be an interesting stat nugget to go and search for. So the last game was Mark versus Dylan, and Dylan won. Which congratulations to Dylan. There we go, Dylan, um, my dungeon buddy. I man, Dylan, you're really playing upset right now, and I applaud you. You know, you don't give up. You say you give up. I know it's an emotional thing. Um, but man, you just keep chugging out these little wins and you're playing upset. You're really giving all the bottom feeders uh, a good chance to try to get back into the playoffs. So good job, Dylan. Keep up the great work. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep it up. And then um, so let's uh, go forward to the fantasy mattress for this week taylor yes i gotta find that um it is evan versus myself and how are you feeling about this one do you think evan could actually upset me i mean i can always hope but it's it so the projected total is uh evan being at 112 to (laughs) me being at 154 (laughs) So I'm projected for about 42 more points than him. Let me uh, look at this more closely. What? Why am I getting <laughs> so that? What? This is uh, going to be very tough, I feel like, for Evan to beat me. 
And it's definitely going to come down to two things. One, his team overperforming or mine underperforming and his just doing average. So I definitely think he's going to struggle this week with Amari Cooper going up against New England. Um, I think Baker Mayfield could potentially uh, put up some big numbers against the Dolphins. And then I don't know about Joe Mixon going up against Pittsburgh. That Pittsburgh defense is pretty good. I don't know. I think Amari Cooper could uh, put up some good points against New England. I don't think New England does as well against, you know, actual good offenses or mobile quarterbacks. So it just depends if uh, Dak comes to play or not. Well, I think there's something to be said about um, how the Vikings played the Cowboys. And I think what will happen is, you know, Bill Belichick will say, hey, let's take away Zeke and then make Dak throw on us. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he'll probably do some sort of bracket covering on Amari Cooper with Gilmore. And then he'll basically force the check down to either Cobb, Zeke, or Jason Witten. And um, hopefully Michael Gallup can step up and try to grab some uh, catches. But I honestly... I honestly don't know. I don't know if you noticed this. I actually subbed them out for the Ravens defense. Subbed out who? Uh, The Patriots DST for the Ravens. And I think that kind of goes for, I think they're going to be a fantastic, um, you know, real life defense. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're going to be a fantastic fantasy defense. So I'm kind of going for those fantasy points, and uh, I definitely think the Ravens could get a pick six against the the Rams. So that's kind With of Goff's my playing, thought yeah. process. Although speaking of defenses, I'm not sure. If maybe this is my own personal opinion, but I would be if I was Evan playing the 49ers <laughs> over the Eagles. So well, um, I definitely. Uh, who's the 49ers playing? Green Bay. Green Bay. Uh, Their so so good. You know, it's kind of like a pick your poison. I mean, fresh. are you going to go against Rodgers or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson, fresh off a of bye. So, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of leaning with you. I would rather go with the actual good defense versus mm-hmm. the Eagles DST. But, um, you know, if he wants to do that, he will do that. And Debo Samuel, that's looking. Um, is he actually injured? I couldn't tell. I saw something about his leg. Yeah, I saw something about his leg the other day, and he said shoulder was limited practice participant Thursday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it looks like he's going to actually. It looks like he's going to actually play. So that's 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 really good for Evan. But Green Bay has a pretty good pass defense. It's the run that's um, actually mm-hmm. pretty easy to defeat. So. Do you think I'm on upset alert? Do you think this? Do you think I mean, the second the overall potential. team in our league, the second overall team in our league, could beat the first team in our league? I didn't even think about this. This is number one and number two. This is number it. one, number two. This is a big game. I don't know. With you basically having the Buccaneers as your team, them going against <sighs> Atlanta definitely helps you. <laughs> well, the Atlanta defense is certainly. Because they've been putting together some pretty solid outings. Yeah, I guess so. since recently they've gotten better. And um, I kind—I wish I had Eckler this week. Mm-hmm. I hate starting four Buccaneers. 
<laughs> and it just tears me up. So, I mean, my Sunday is basically over in four games. <laughs> so. I always get that. I like to having to having it spread out some. Yeah, I I do too as well. And I was trying to get a trade with Cooper done before the trade deadline, but he wouldn't budge. I wouldn't budge. So it didn't happen. But I think I'm going to win this. I don't think there's a chance for upset. Good luck to you, though, Evan. If you do beat me, then the Cinderella first round curse will be over. <laughs> so it will not be alive. Let's go to the next game on the docket, which is you versus Cooper. Now, I think you potentially. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I don't I guess know. I probably could pick up a kicker because I don't really need Doyle anymore. But at this point, know. like I don't care as much since I'm right, checked right. out. Like I care a little bit, but I don't know. It, I, mean, I mean, it depends. Like I always think on paper, like I have a good, team, but they, this year I understand. Enough. I definitely think he has you. And I don't think it's anything against your team as much as I just think Tevin Coleman against Green Bay, that's a mm-hmm. fantastic matchup. I think DK Metcalf against Philly, that's a fantastic matchup. And then Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan. Man, I think it's going to be really hard oh, for Matt you Ryan's to beat him well. this week. Yeah, I think it's going to be really hard for you to beat him. So, I mean, you could always see that Aaron Rodgers, maybe the – the San Francisco 49ers actually, you know, play them hard and um, force them to, I mean, that, that could also go against Tevin Coleman, you know what I mean? So if they start, you know, beating them really hard, they won't, they won't be able to run. So, and then next thing you know, boom, you got that Emmanuel Sanders going off. I just need that. uh, Wasn't against Jacksonville that Derrick Henry had his like 50 point game. (laughs) Yeah. His like, 200 yard and four yeah. touchdown or something. Yeah. Beast mode, 90 some yard. <laughs> you really need a good old Todd Gurley. I mean, I you always do, Taylor. I always you have a you always do have a chance to upset him, and I really hope you do. But I don't think I'm gonna choose you as my upset of the week. Oh shoot! I just realized I uh, <laughs> I just said I could drop Doyle and get a kick, but I forgot that he's playing right now, so now I cannot drop him. <laughs> As we speak. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to just uh, take the loss this week. Just pick up a different kicker. But I oh, wait. Kicker. He's second overall. Yeah. yeah. Kickers are here to stay. <laughs> They're part of the game. I'm as, as as we've talked about, I am pro kicker. As controversial yeah, as that let's, is. Uh, let's, let's, let's keep that kicker shit to um, <laughs> um, all right? Let's, uh, let's no That's no more of that. That's all I'll say about that. No more of that on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the next game of the week. It is Jake versus Ethan. And man, oh man, this is it. This is it. That's Whoever, Whoever wins, wins the playoffs, right? Yeah, exactly. And... Who do you got going? I, I'm looking at it right now. Right, I think it has right to now, be Jake, right? As of right now, it's showing that Ethan's much more likely to win. But I'm trying to look a bit more closely. I mean, with the way that Goff has been playing lately, Jake's definitely going to win. But, I mean... Man, Jake wins. has some rough matchups here. 
if the Broncos can somehow magically play a good game again. I was not expecting that last week. You know, apparently I got a notification on Sleeper about um uh what's his face? The running back, something Williams, Jonathan Williams. I apparently he's gonna be the starter for this week and Jordan Wilkins will play, but not be the starter. So that's rough since he's playing him. It's going to be even more rough with Jacoby Brissett playing tonight as well. So we'll have a pretty good insight to who will actually win this. I I think if Jacoby goes off, I can only imagine that, you know, he'll have a really confidence going into the week. But man, you know, who do you got winning this? I mean, I'm I'm rooting for Jake. He's got a, <laughs> since he beat me, he better make it worth it. But I mean, like you said, kind of depends how tonight goes. We'll definitely, you know, tell one way or another who's going to win. I really, I really think it's going to be Jake. Like, I know that he is projected for 23 less points. Yeah, why is his projection is low? It's because of the Marquise Brown, Jordan Wilkins, Bo Scarborough, mm-hmm. and then Sam Darnold. They all have really low projections, so... That's probably why, I mean, there's a huge discrepancy in, you know, Leonard Fournette to his. Right. And then you got your um, Broncos defense not put, not their lower points. And yeah, if Kenny you're looking Galladay. at it more, I, like I said, I, I hope Jake wins, but I would not be surprised at all if he didn't beat him. Well, I am not going to take sides. I hope both of you win. Um, Nothing if against I have you. to pick, <laughs> I was rooting for you yeah. the rest of this year. If I had to pick one, I think Jake's gonna somehow take this win. I know it may not look like that right now, but I really think the Jake's team uh, has a little bit of better matchup week. So I'm gonna go with Jake's team to win. So let's move on to our next one, which is Waylon versus Dylan, and this <laughs> might be interesting. I haven't actually took a look at it. Will it be interesting? Um, I'm looking and it won't be. <laughs> so, never mind. I mean, but not being it. If somehow Dylan wins, it would be very, very interesting. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, uh, sorry to say this, Dylan, but I don't think you're gonna pull this one out. So, honestly, there's a way that he could. You know, I mean, there's a like, way, but. I, there's I a like there's a legitimate way. Like, just pretend real quick. Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, has to throw another three-touchdown game because of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I don't think Gus and Edwards then, is going to get as many points. Right, right. I I think that was a little bit of, you know, just blowout time. Mm-hmm. Chubb will get a lot of points. Like you said, Ezekiel Elliott, he may or may not. As far so. as on uh, Wayland's team. I mean, Darren Fells, for all we know, could get two touchdowns tonight, That's and then true. we're changing our tune. And Hawkins um, can put up a dud. I definitely think this is upset potential, but I think it's a little bit too far of a long shot. I think Waylon edges him out. So mm-hmm. let's go to our next one. Hopefully, we'll find an upset around here somewhere. <laughs> uh, Luke versus Nick. And that is. Looking like a 130 to 122. Gones is 8th place. Nick is 6th. 
I mean, this could be our episode of the week, but it's a little less sexy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one's going to be close either way. So I, I feel know. like it's not he even... Has Randall. It, it's an upset. It's not even much of an upset. Well, what's really funny is um, Randall Cobb is apparently better than Mason Rudolph <laughs> <laughs> in his OP slot. So, I mean, you know, you got to take your shot, you know? I guess. And Kareem. I think Kareem Hunt might actually be pretty good this week. Oh, he's back and... now? He's been back. Oh, I apparently have not been paying attention. He's been back for two weeks, and he has put up a total of 18, 19 points in that time. I see that now. So, not bad. I want to say Nick wins this. The games are going on right now, mm-hmm. and they haven't really started, so everyone's kind of at zero. Yeah. yeah I'm going to take fun. Nick as the up, or Luke as the upset of the week over Nick. Really? I think yeah. I think Nick's gonna win this one. All I think right. he's gonna well, redeem his uh sub eighty point game this week. <laughs> I think uh Luke is going to show the world, especially our league, that he does not need no Dangum Kyler Murray to keep to keep his team afloat. So hopefully uh, Nick Folds will go off for lots of bombs with uh, old Chark. I mean, that, I, I do hope for that. <laughs> All right, well, Luke is my upset of the week. And the next one will be Mark versus Matt. Pull up that one here. And then right now, mine's showing that they have the same projected. Yikes. Okay, maybe this is the upset of the week. Can we have two? God, Robbie Anderson's hair kills me. <laughs> Just see that in the corner. It literally, it literally looks like he's being electrocuted. It does. It does. Oh yeah, I think Mark can beat him this week. Oh yeah, I think Mark can definitely not only beat him but smash him. Mm-hmm. This is basically you know, Matt's bye week. It looks like. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mark here. Mm-hmm. I like that call. Team so. Packers. That is the fantasy matchups for the upcoming week. Everyone, good luck. And um, I hope... (laughs) So, Luke and Mark, upset your guys. Anyway, let's move on. Taylor, do you want to explain this drop gate? So, there's a reason. So, during last week, or was this last week? Whatever week that was happening was... You know, Zach Ertz is bye week, so I needed a tight end, so that's why I had to pick up Doyle and had that extra spot that I needed on my bench. And also during that time, Coop and I were trying to figure out a trade. I thought it was getting close to happening, and if it did, I needed a running back, like a backup running back, really badly. So I saw that he was available, that I could pick him up for free, so I kind of jumped at that chance. I didn't think Kirk was doing as much, and I thought that I was going to get this trade. Ended up not working out. I also, once again, suck at responding. Sorry about that, Cooper. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so it was, in hindsight, a very, very bad decision, I will admit. Um, Like I said, I thought I was getting a trade, thought I needed a running back badly, because, I mean, I already only had three before that. Um, Yeah, and I did not think Kirk was going to bounce back that much, because he did not do as well the week before. I always had faith, but I traded to I traded him to you because I wanted to sweeten that deal. And I understand, you know, Matt just has this 
thing that when he picks up people that have been dropped and he picks them up, they have uh, off. Yeah, they they start going off and they start playing better. So Matt's kind of a pep talker apparently in our league. So <laughs> I don't. You know, it is what it is. We've all had those players, and we all make questionable decisions, and we think it's the best. I don't blame you. I mean, it wouldn't have been – I wouldn't have done it, but – I can be you know, blamed a little bit. Okay, we'll blame you then, <laughs> all right? Do you feel like, especially now after this drop gate, do you feel like you are now the head of the loser group in our league? I'd like to think I'm not the bottom loser, but I mean, you mean the top they, loser? <laughs> I don't even know which way you worded at that point. Hey, you know what? It's a uh, so uh, it's a half it's the cup half full, half uh, empty <laughs> kind of thing, you know. Uh, speaking of cups, needs to play better. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I like to think I'm a glass half full type person, but this year, like I said, it's a little a little hard. Um, I really thought after the draft, I was like, man, my team is the best team and clearly it was not. I mean, I didn't think I was the best team, but I thought it'd be a lot better than, uh, 11th place. Yeah. Seeing that, uh, the, that thing on the ESPN fantasy website where it shows like what your rank was at draft day and what it is now all that dropped to two to 11 is, uh, is, uh, not nice to see. That's that's all bullshit. You don't even have to. I mean, that's not a part of it. I mean, I, you know? I did fall. So, <laughs> I mean, right, right. You did lose, but I don't know exactly how that's calculated. Mm-hmm. I had on paper, I would say the best team week one, and I wasn't the number one team. So, what are you gonna do? And once again, my uh, points against. Me and Waylon, I feel like always have like the highest points against, and right now mine's like barely higher than him by two points. So I always get the, apparently my your fantasy, fantasy defense, defense needs some work. You, yeah, you need a pep talk. Your fantasy defense apparently there. So, I mean, overall, I would say you're not technically a loser, really. I mean, your <laughs> record shows that you're pretty much a winner. It's just you fall heart. short when it really counts that's yeah that's pretty much what my team's always been so at least i'm consistent in that that manner so maybe you should change your name your team name to uh something to do with that i mean that's why i was the cubs one year because like oh really (laughs) i'm not really i don't really follow much baseball i just know that was before their world series wins where their you know biggest catchphrases there's always next year well, maybe that should be your team name. Is, <laughs> there's, there's always next year. Um, but I really like two girls, one cup. Yeah, That's thanks, fantastic. Evan. That was a good call. Yeah, Evan's been a little bit of a, a name wizard lately. He's been changing his team name um, with the correlating kicker. So yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that, but his name originally was Big Nuts Lutz. And then he changed it to, <laughs> oh man, it was Big Nuts Young. Big Ho. Nuts Buck, Buck Killer, or it was oh, uh, yeah, but whatever his second. One it was, was something like that. It was Big Nut Big Nuts Butker. 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 And then, and then um, now it's Big Nuts Young Ho. Which is so, the best name. <laughs> Evan is low key becoming a fantasy rapper. 
<laughs> so he needs yeah, to come up with something for uh, Mark then. Maybe then. <laughs> I honestly don't think Mark would take any of Probably your not. suggestions. Probably not. So I guess we've kind of like touched on it a little bit, but do you want to talk a little bit about the schedule switch up and how your guys's um, outlook would be way different? So I think I keep looking at that in part because I like to torture myself and think of what <laughs> could have been, but clearly wouldn't have been. It's going to be okay, Taylor. Because like it bothers me so much feeling like you have such a cupcake schedule and like also the, like <laughs> one of the best teams. Like your points for to points against, there's literally a 466.6 point difference, which is ridiculous. It was definitely the uh, the largest spread. So how that happened, I have no idea. Who who how does the schedule get determined? Well, I Just believe that uh, it's not really random. Um, I'm I'm the commission in another league, and I do it by hand. I think there might be something that you can do that's random. I believe Nick did it with a uh, code or software or something that he made that kind of jumbled us up. I don't know exactly how he did it, but that might be something to ask him and look into. But regardless of that, I mean... Nick, what did I say? I'd be 7-4 and four if, I, if I had your schedule? I mean, this has just been pure luck, though. I mean, yeah. it's just how people score you know i mean i i face the same people you do it's just different weeks you know it's all and part of the part of the game like i said that's why so i just happy. like to torture myself to think of it that way. <laughs> well i mean it is pretty crazy because there is a 200 or uh, no it's 300 and what 13 you said three 313 points difference between the uh, your, your, your yeah which is yeah. absolutely bonkers. That's <laughs> and then I have the highest scoring, which yeah, is so that that you did earn. <laughs> I can't knock that. Well, I mean, if you had my team, you would be the highest scoring. <laughs> you know what I mean? You would you would have the highest scoring. Although um, if you had other people's schedules, you would not be undefeated. Yeah. So maybe it's just destiny that I am supposed to be undefeated I this it's, year it's... for Fitting that you For, have the Patriots D. <laughs> I think it's interesting because um, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was was like, well, I did get cheated out of a championship from Jake, so maybe potentially um, this is just you know the world correcting itself. You mean because of first round pick Kelsey? <laughs> he won the game for him last week. He beat me. That's what should I talk to him? before the game and it all came down to his first pick and sure enough he beat me with it i mean you so. aren't really on much to stand on when it comes to <laughs> shitty first round picks tay so well, who, who was, well oh, you're talking about with Gurley. <laughs> zeke Elliott's on my oh, list i didn't want good him. old uh degenerative knee Gurley. yep some osteoporosis uh <laughs> might as well get him a life alert out there Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. So he's about, anyway he's about average, but yeah, not not first pick worthy. He's he's done okay. He's basically like the new Michael. Um oh my god, what's his name? I sh I sh I I honestly shouldn't even brought it up if I couldn't remember his name. But he, <laughs> he was the Mike. 
he was the running back on the Falcons that kind of like just deteriorated. It was like Michael something. Oh my God. I can't remember his name. I can't remember either. It, anyway, I think you actually had him for a couple years, but um, probably did. <laughs> it, it's really interesting how we lose track of players' names so long ago that, you know, we're on our actual fantasy rosters. Yeah, sometimes well, I forget how long we've been doing this. Well, for me, I'm I'm aware of like the first team that I ever had. And it's it's honestly embarrassing because that was the first year that I actually played and I didn't even realize that there was a waiver wire. So like <laughs> I, I I I I didn't even know that you could pick people up until like maybe like the end of the season. So you thought it was once really you bad. The team you're done with it? Yeah, yeah. So basically <laughs> you pick the team like best ball, you know, you're done with it. I didn't know that. So, yeah, I let's just say after the first couple uh, round uh, years, I became uh, obsessed with trying to win because I was sick of losing so bad. And look at you now. And look at me now. Started from the bottom. Now I'm eleven and zero. But um, <laughs> anyway, so I think something that I want to touch on real quick is. Do you like the trade that happened between us still, even with Minshew being benched? Um, I mean, it depends how Minshew's future goes and also how Locke's future looks. Because if Locke works out, then I'm still fine with it. Um, I'm trying to think. What Can you remind me what exactly was our trade? Was that Derrick Henry? So, Cup? so it was um, Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup. Um, Minshew. It was Minshew. And then Kirk. And then I got from you uh, Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Um, Ingram. Uh, Ingram. Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins. And one more. I don't know if there's one more, but I can't remember who. DJ Moore. Oh, right, right. So thinking and... about that now, I feel like that was a bad move by me. Because all those people I feel like are doing well, <laughs> well I... now. I I think it was interesting, but I I needed Minshew at the time. Yeah, he well. he definitely helped you out a lot. Same with uh, Henry was I've been trying to get him this year. I mean, I feel like so, he and Ingram were a pretty even trade. I could be just yeah. doing that based on feeling. I don't know what their stats have actually looked like. I know they both had good weeks. I mean, last they've week. been pretty. I think Derrick Henry is better than Ingram, I so but too. I just wanted another running back in 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 the same place. I I think my main regret is not getting trying to snag DJ Chark from Oh, I would not have given him. You could try, but I would, well, I would put my foot down there. I I honestly think if I gave you Minshew and um you know, Cup for him, I I honestly don't know how you would say no to that by saying so, no, Brian. Oh come, <laughs> come on! He's like, like the one person. Yeah, he's like the one person on my team. That I, I think at this time I or... didn't want him because he was really? like not playing or like he 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 wasn't doing well. It, it was it was week nine. What what happened week nine? I mean, week nine itself, he didn't do. We traded before that. That was only a few weeks. Ago. No, week week nine was the week before we traded. So week nine, he's uh, oh, okay. So he was still doing that. good. So he was still going. So that is what it was. So I did. I was not interested in him because he still had his buy. 
Mm, gotcha. And I guess he was my whole on and off. My whole trade philosophy this year was basically no more no buy players. Like I don't want a bye week. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I have to catch Whalen in points, I don't want a bye week. So I was basically just trying to find as many people as I could that doesn't have a bye week. And next thing you know, I have <laughs> five players on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> So, it's a little rough. So that's how that road ends. Yeah. But um I think Oh, and I you also I gave beat... me Williams, I think. Uh William? Yeah, didn't you give me Tyrell Williams? I didn't think I didn't draft him. Or did I pick him up off no, the No, I dropped. Oh yes. I dropped. And I picked him up very quickly because I thought you're when you were trying like everyone saw right through your move. Oh, Coop, how much are you gonna bid for this guy off the waivers <laughs> everyone saw through that i thought it might have been a distraction you like realized you made a mistake in dropping this guy because i thought he was doing well i mean yes he has that was it planner how do you pronounce it planner fasciitis yes that thing um but i thought you were just do trying you know to distract what planner from fas- i know it's as jake put it it ended des bryant's career that's about all i know from so basically it's a um ankle to foot problem where you have just pain you know and it's like a pain tolerance thing and you know when you're pushing on and off of that foot as a wide receiver it's like ah can't be as explosive so i mean i think during this um stretch they traded for zay jones so that's why i dropped gotcha so that's why it was like eh you know maybe he could do good but I mean, he really hasn't done much. I mean, he, he I think he he's serviceable. He's not yeah. he's not been something I regret. He he he's not been memed on me like <laughs> Kirk has to you. No, not not exactly that to that level now. So, the next thing I got for you is so you did it again. You found another late round keeper in DJ Chark. Oh, yeah, you are now officially crowned as the late round sleeper whisperer, Taylor. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? You know, it's it's pretty great. I don't want to give away too much of my secrets because, I mean, I realized from listening to this podcast that because Jake doesn't think I know what I'm doing, that you all don't think I am know I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but there is a little bit of, you know, method to my madness. And so that's what I'm kind of trying to get at is I really want to know what your formula is, you know, and I, I mean, you don't have to give away too much, but could you give me a little something? I mean, part of it, I feel like is like, I mean, I do look a little bit as to how people do in the preseason, but I mean, basically, I guess what I feel comfortable with giving away is that I'm a lot more on potential and people's past you know track oh, record i do you don't weigh those you don't lot. have to tell me about upside <laughs> and potential taylor i do I definitely especially things. in those late rounds like i i will reach i don't think i reach that deep but I, well, like i I, think, I do most of my research the day of the draft usually or maybe well, the day before what's really interesting is uh matt and i and waylon always reach for upside i mean you know everyone reaches for upside mm-hmm. in the in the late rounds and I guess the most the the biggest reason I'm asking you, and you've been crowned the um, late round sleeper whisper queen, is you hit. You know, like you're one of the few that actually hit. 
I always get those uh those star players. I guess he wasn't even a late round, but Watson too. Yeah, I mean, I I uh, you should have been a I late round though. For that. <laughs> no one else would have picked him. Yeah, I mean, I made fun of you for it, and you know it. I mean, it didn't bite me in the butt, but you know, it, you 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 hit. You did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of like going around the same area that, you know, in the same rounds, um, we we got um, in round 16, Ethan with Josh Reynolds, uh, Browns, Zay Jones, Muhammad Sanu. I got Dexter Williams, which is an upside pick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. That's like a whatever. Got two kickers, Mike Davis from your brother. You picked Eli Manning, which isn't that much of an upside. Nope, that and was just the, I picked, you'll play a couple of games. And then I picked Trey Quinn or uh, Trey Trey Quan Smith, which is high upside, you know. I know he's one of your um players that you typically have on your team. Um, I didn't even know that. Uh well last year he was. And I and I wanted to pick him off of your squad, but you know, you're not gonna trade like pebbles yeah you know what i mean <laughs> right. like just whatever's and then you got you know jake elliott don trail hilliard which is one that you got and which which was a good pick that 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 was a good upside pick from from you that was a solid upside pick mm-hmm. i know the and, entire um, time jake was telling me to get was it darnell henderson or whoever Gurley's backup was which made sense but right i, I mean he he went early though he went like the round before I was thinking about getting him um, or that I would have picked him up. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, I, from his track record, didn't seem like he was really doing much or that he would do much, even if he did play. So yeah, he's a handcuff, but I would rather take the chance on someone else. I'm trying to think who else I got instead of him that round. Oh, so I actually was wrong about the 17th round DJ Chark. So you actually got him in round 14. Yeah. See, that's what I thought. I didn't think he was last, but if you want to put him at last, I'll take that. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> so in that area, I mean, Mark Andrews, that 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 kind of paid off. Nikhil Harry hasn't really. Debo Samuel, I think, is going to be a fantastic keeper for Evan. So he actually hit pretty good on that, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I think potentially maybe Chase Edmonds, depending on if DJ is actually washed or not, might have been a pretty good fit, round 15 keeper. But um, Tony Pollard, yeah, I mean, I think you did a fantastic job land, landing DJ Chark there. I think he's been kind of one of the biggest draft winners, I, I feel like, in in this entire draft. I mean, Mark, Mark Andrews has been pretty good. He's been um, top five tight end, mm-hmm. which is pretty tight good. Tight spot's been weird this year. Yeah. And then I think next year is going to be looking pretty weird, especially now that that new rule is in play where I I can't basically have my team drafted before the draft, <laughs> yeah, so I won't be able to not drink get for that. Five at, yeah, I, I I I won't be able to drink as much. So I think you kind of answered this about this last question, which was who are you eyeing for next year? And it sounds like you kind of kind of do your draft prep the day of yeah so a little bit earlier than than ethan does 
not much earlier. Than Shots fired, Ethan. <laughs> uh, yeah, but not much. I mean, he couldn't have known about the retirement, but just the Melvin Gordon one that I did. Um, but yeah, so usually I don't really fully know until like very soon before the draft. So I, like I said, I'd kind of check out for most of the off season. Um, and then towards the end, we'll kind of get an idea. And then I'll look at like the different stats, who, what big changes are made for this year, the different projections, what the so-called fantasy experts have to say about certain people. Um, like I definitely thought Foles coming to the Jaguars would help the wide receivers this year. That's why I did was more likely to pick up those two because I thought it'd be do a you, change. I thought they do you know who the portal. OC is? What? Do you know who the OC is and for the Jaguars? I feel like this just got brought up the other day, but I can't off the top of my head. Who is it? It's uh, John D. Filippa. Do you know why that's significant? No, I do not. He was basically the OC in Minnesota last year. Got fired mid-season because they weren't running enough. And um, Jacksonville hired him with Nick Foles. So I knew this was going to be a throw-heavy, you know, that that was the narrative. This Another reason. In, this, this incoming season was that the Jags were going to be pass-heavy mm-hmm. and that Leonard Fournette was going to catch passes and D.D. Westbrook was going to be the guy, you know? That's what I thought at first. That's why I still have him on my uh, on my bench. Well, I can tell the, you uh, his rapport with Foles a lot in the well. I season. I can give you the Brian to uh, the Brian Chilton stamp of approval that DJ Chark is the guy you want in oh, yeah. that in that passing. Um, DJ D Westbrook might be good for like a possession receiver going forward, mm-hmm. um, but man. Yeah, I'm excited for you. He's pretty solidly rode my bench just so that no one else can have him this year. <laughs> well, with that, Taylor, is there anything else you would like to talk? We've kind of gone on for a little longer than <laughs> Sorry I anticipated, that. but I feel like this was a uh, special episode. Yeah, because, finally got um, some, some female voice in here. I'm probably going to hate listening to this episode. <laughs> I hate listening to my voice, so uh, there's that to look forward to. Um, well, I think I think you sound fantastic, and I'm sure our list, our 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 priceless dimes will sound okay. uh, will agree with me that you sound great as well. Yeah, Jake, you got to get a mic. <laughs> yeah, Taylor actually <laughs> has a blue yeti, Jake. Uh, step your game up, my dude. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say is I don't think this is possible, but in my ideal, how we would determine the playoffs is have like the top six teams by record. I think, I guess if we have to stick with just eight teams in the playoffs and then of the bottom six below that, the like the top two points scored to like complete the eight. But I don't think that's possible. But that's why I said in my ideal world, especially saying that as I don't even know if I would make it with that as the rules, probably not. But that's a very interesting take, by the way. And um, Waylon had mentioned something. I don't know if it was on air or off air about the fantasy footballers. They they had this idea. It's kind of similar to yours, um, where the heads up matchups don't even matter. I and do think there should be something to the record. Sorry. So it's it's the top six uh, scores 
win that that week. So it doesn't matter who they're playing, they win that week. So for example, last week, last week I would have been a winner then, I think. You would have been a winner. And it would have been completely different for you because you know you're you're the top 6 in points, right? Um, I don't know if I'm I don't think I'm top 6. But I of the bottom six teams, I'm the second. Or no. So yeah, you would have been a winner last week. And it would have been Derek, Jake, you, Dylan, Evan, myself. At the same time, though, I do like that (laughs) someone like Evan, who his points for is like way different from the people he's surrounded by is up there second. You know, it does make it more interesting that it's by matchup. I feel like it's more realistic to, you know, actual football in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, for as far as choosing for the playoffs, I wish that, I guess that's where I wish the uh, points for could come into play a little bit. Yeah, it's really interesting the many different ways that we could come up with, you know, doing these things. And it's almost like, no offense to you, but it's like, I can't win this way. Let's change the rules so I can win. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm saying that from the dungeon. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm also, I just I don't now know noticed we... uh, the stat where it has how many moves from each team, where you are uh, <laughs> leading the pack <laughs> at 53. <laughs> yeah, I make a lot of moves, you might yeah, you, say. All the moves. <laughs> yeah, now, what's the, cl- uh, what's, What's the next closest, next closest team? Uh, like is 36. 20? Oh, so I got a good, like, 20 moves on the next yeah. person. Which might lead you to believe I over-manage. I mean, there's got to be, I guess, something to it if you're in first. <laughs> I, I think half of that is I can't, I can't make my fucking mind up on some players. And um, I think a lot, a lot of that is I had actually 12 trades this year. Which is absolute crazy. Yeah, I I was wheeling and dealing this year, so it was it was nuts. You don't have anyone from that you drafted, do you? Uh, let me actually look at my team. That's a very interesting question. I know I have Jameis because I kept mm-hmm. him and Camara. You're welcome. So I kept both of those, and I kept Godwin. So I kept so <laughs> all of my keepers are that I drafted are still on my team. <laughs> And some of them you got from from other. Oh, people. Mark Andrews is still on my team too. True. I drafted him. So really, so that's four. Drafty. That's actually pretty good for for my record because I I think that'd be really interesting to to kind of go back and see how many teams I've had actually original drafted players on. <laughs> that's a really interesting thing to think about there. Because <laughs> I mean. I've I've historically really mixed my teams up and man I was slinging some deals this year like being able to bust 12 trades out this year that's almost a trade I mean that is a, yeah, trade, a trade a, a week. week over a trade a week Yeah I mean cuz <laughs> you know I had trades like wounded up for like if this trade goes through then this trade will happen right after you know Yeah and that's like tradeception Tradeception I always never know how you guys do that because I can't think past one trade. Well, it, it takes me a long time to be like, okay, I'll do it. I think that's where it gets sloppy, you know, where you're getting ahead of yourself and you're not sitting on a player and actually realizing their value because 
I think there's something to the whole like my player is my player, so he is more valuable. Yeah, just like you know? DJ Chark. <laughs> he ain't going anywhere. But it's the exactly. And so I think the fact that I'm able to kind of not get attached to these players as much and not like have them on my team as long, I don't really kind of talk them up in my head. Oh, I and for sure I, get attached. I know that's yeah, one of my downfalls. Yeah. I mean, it's fun, you know, like it, it uh kind of talking about Mahomes here, it was hard to trade Derek Mahomes. And I told him straight up, I was like, Coop, it's gonna be hard for me to to trade you Mahomes. Like he's my guy. Yeah, it's a hard and one to see walk away. He, you're just going to have to like make me say yes, you know? And he ended up doing it and kudos to him, you know? And, um, and yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to make those many trades. So, uh, very active indeed. So, well, Taylor, um, it was, fantastic and a pleasure for you to come on and i thank you for your time and i (laughs) i it was truly a pleasure and i hope to have evan on next week i'm really getting excited for the end of the season and especially now that um it'll be perfect timing because either he's he's going to beat me this week (laughs) Or he's not. Oh my god! And then I'll get to rub it in. I would so... love if he beat you and is the guest. <laughs> that it, that would be pretty fucking <laughs> shitty. But I can only imagine that opener. Hey, hey! Welcome back to the Nickel and Brian package. I fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> this week sucks already. <laughs> One can only hope. Well. Taylor, thank you so much for coming on. To everyone else, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a precious, priceless dime. Have a good week 12, guys. Mm -hmm. Keep your packages warm and safe, and (laughs) have a good one. Take care. Bye.